Hello, everyone. I'm Chris Pong. It's good to see you listening today. Tech news. Chemical pesticides are often used on agricultural lands to eliminate pests. This method not only targets pests but also kills various creatures. Scientists are developing biotech weapon called RNA interference that focuses on specific insects by interfering the genetic sequence on one species. This technique has the potential to avoid harming benefit insects. The corn growers have been against the roundworm by planting so-called BT crops, which produce a toxin that kills insects when they eat the crops. But roundworms are now evolving resistance to BT toxin. Some specialists say that it is too early to try this technique at the current stage of understanding. There are some beekeepers interesting on RNAi. The way to fight the mites now is to spread pesticides that can also harm bees. If the RNAi is directed at the genetic sequence unique to the mites, the bees will not be harmed by ingressing it. While the mites will be killed once they attack the bees. The bee experts reply that they will try to use RNAi to rescue bees. Groups that include corn, soybean, and cotton growers also support the technology. The scientists who first unraveled this mechanism won the 2006 Nobel Prize in Physiology of Medicine. Now, RNAi technology. Brings agriculture into a new generation of towards creating a great future. Hello, everyone. Always good to have you listening our show. I am Milali. In this part, here's a little story I want to share with you. But first of all, I want to start with a little question: Who is the best leader of Taiwan's enterprise? Global Bank Monthly conducts a poll, and they found out the answer. Maurice Zhang, one of the greatest entrepreneurs in Taiwan, is regarded as the most qualified man who can lead Taiwan's economy in the future. Who is Maurice Zhang anyway? You may ask. If you are Taiwanese, you probably hear his name on TV sometimes. Morris is a Taiwanese-American businessman and the founder, as well as former chairman and CEO of Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing Company, the world's first and largest silicon foundry. He is known as the semiconductor industry founder of Taiwan. People call him Taiwan's father. Of semiconductor. Now you know who he is, and you know how incredible this old man is. But now you may wonder, why is this man can be the leader of Taiwan's business? One of the reasons, of course, because he makes a lot of money. However, not only the money, but also his leadership style. To run a business, 
He thinks the most important things are value and dreams. No value, no goal, no dreams, and you won't have opportunity. Additional, Maurice thinks strong leadership is also essential for a successful enterprise. This is exactly the way he runs his own business, he says. Sounds tough, right? He says a leader needs to have a belief in self and confidence. To be a good leader, he or she also needs a like-minded team. Now we know how he did it. Value, dreams, belief, and a good team. Although we call him Taiwan's father of semiconductor, actually, Maureen thinks calling him father of integrated circuit is more suitable for himself. Maureen says right now TSMC is already a successful enterprise, but it's still far away from his ideal. So he will keep on working and become better and better every day. This is the end of tips and stories behind TSMC Smallest Show. Thank you very much for listening. Bye bye. Hi everyone. Always good to have you watching Taiwan Tech News. I'm Anya Chang. First, Apple is planning on investing over 330 million to make LED, a micro-LED display plant. Nearly, Apple collaborates with Taiwan's top LED producer, AppStar, and Taiwanese LCD panel maker, AU Optronics. Wow, clap your hands. They plan to set a branch in Longtan of Xinzhou Science Park. According to reliable sources, Apple makes big investment which is estimated at 10 billion NT dollars. Wow. Speaking on condition of anonymity, Apple's development team includes 200 Taiwanese engineers. AppStar and AU Optronics join with Apple. Nowadays, the mobile devices are in market saturation. Experts point out the best way is to develop new product. Why does Apple choose mini LED or micro LED screens? Because they are thinner and more energy efficient than LCD and OLED. Apple is developing new devices that will make use of new technologies. Although microLED technology is very hard to develop, Apple still consider microLED technology is their best choice. Why? MicroLED screens is only one-tenth of LCD displays and its color saturation is close to OLED. Compared with OLED, microLED can support a higher brightness, higher dynamic, and wider color gamut. All qualities are useful to Apple. That's the reason why Apple considers microLED to be the top priority. Hi everyone, always good to have you listening Taiwan Tech News. I'm Rita Chen. Today is July 25th. 
How do you think for solar cell in Taiwan? Does it make large money? Let's talk about it. Employment in the solar cell manufacturing industry has fallen by nearing 6,000 people this year and last, mostly due to downsizing as firm cut costs to survive in a weak global market. A central new agency review of annual reports found that Taiwanese solar cell makers last year posted losses totaling more than 20 billion dollars with no sign of a rebound in sight. We know that United Renewable Energy Co., the nation's largest solar energy firm, on July 9th said that it will cut its workforce by 10 to 20% by the end of this year. Based on a workforce of 2,840 as of the end of February, the United Renewable Energy Co. is to let go 284 to 568 employees this year. It's quite sad to hear that. Last year, the number of workers in Taiwan's solar cell industry fell by about 4,400, with more tech industry cutting its state by 2,161 people or 46.6% through several stages of layoffs. Tenergy Tech also cut its workforce in Taiwan by 951 people this year, retaining only 97 as it moved its solar cell production line to Victimman. It has losses per share of 0.15 in the first quarter, an improvement from 0.64 in the same period last year. Taiwanese manufacturers have been able to survive by making panels because they have an advantage in selling the end product to the domestic market which is large enough to take a reasonable share of their capacity. However, the manufacturing capacity of small solar cells far exceeds domestic demand. And with a global glut in supply, Taiwanese vendors are having trouble finding outlets for their products. Come on, I think we can do it. Cheerful Taiwan, we can make it.